And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Go marching in. Uh huh. Oh, Doc Manson at Doc Manson when the Saints go marching in. Is this the new nerd DCC? Dirt? I oh, God, I cannot find any inspiration for nerd DC. I literally there. I spent probably at least. 15 to 20 minutes over the last week trying to think <laughs> of something and I, I'm I'm out of ideas Doc Manson at Doc Manson I, I don't know like I have big plans for Wrestlemania but at the same time I'm like maybe he's done maybe Nerd DC has died and Seahawk will just be very happy for the rest of his life maybe Nerd DC was buried in the same hole as the weekly wrestling news DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI one of these days you're just gonna come on we're gonna start recording we're gonna do our usual prep and clap and then you're just gonna go all right i'm done take the headphones off leave the camera running and just walk away (laughs) why would i do that i don't know you just i think you took the you know because the weekly wrestling news stopped i think i don't know you see since since that ended you've lost your joy Though you seem to be sipping on something that is bringing you some joy. So why don't you tell us about... There it is. What you got there, sir? Uh, it's just a Cumberland Farms peppermint hot chocolate. Is Cumberland Farms national? Or even... Uh, maybe not international? But do, you probably don't even know. But I'm wondering if there are Cumberland Farms in other... Is it a regional thing? I'm guessing it's regional, but I don't actually know. Email us, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, and let us know if you have a Cumberland Farms near you. I say that because for the first time in a long time, we have no emails. We've gotten some well, tweets with positive topics. positive thing means, that just means that we've been so on point recently, nobody's had any questions or corrections. Oh, or... That, is that it? So when, you know, no, it's the whole no news is good news thing. So our podcast Absolutely. must be so complete no one has anything to say. Not that there's holidays and like forty hours of wrestling a week to watch. It's not. Any there of are that. like forty hours of wrestling a week to well, watch, we had and that is entirely too much wrestling. Two and a half hours of Takeover, uh, three and a half hours of Survivor Series, not counting the pre-show. Was so, that really this week? Wasn't that last Again. weekend? Has it been two? Has it been two weeks? Maybe it's been two weeks since then. No, no, because Thanksgiving was in the way. So it has been two weeks. Yeah, I would have believed you if you had said yes. That was last weekend. I would have. I just would have believed you wholesale because uh, I honestly can't remember. Time is a thing. Time keeps on slipping, slipping. slipping. Maybe it's going to be the musical version. Of DDT wrestling, where we just anytime we want to burst into song, I think it's just open season. Because I'm All gonna right. I'm gonna get some emails, be like, we enjoyed your basso profundo voice, and you you need to tell us about the peppermint drink. I'm sorry, I I hijacked it's, your. It's just hot chocolate with some peppermint flavor. It's it's quite tasty. 
I don't, I, you know, it's good. It's good. It, it tastes tasty. I, I am not the, you know, I just, I'm not as a, I don't have the passion for the holiday drinks that I do for the Halloween flavored. But do you fi- It's hard for me to get excited about this. Although, I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. You want me to get excited, put an eggnog latte in front of me and I'll get excited. Put eggnog an eggnog is, latte in front of yourself. Well, I would, but those cost $5. This was 99 cents. Um, do you notice, like, when you eat mint things, yes. you know, and not necessarily even this, but, like, isn't it always peppermint? Like, the only time I've ever had anything that was spearmint-flavored is gum. What about wintergreen? Also gum. <laughs> um... Let me think. Okay, I guess so. I'm just, you know, like we talk about when when you eat a thin mint, which it's that it's coming soon, not very soon, but soonish. Thin mints. Actually, are coming. I saw, I saw Girl Scout cookies. Like, on the side of the road, like, two weekends ago? Being sold or just, like, in a ditch? No, being sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's early. Usually yeah. it's not till it February before or Thanksgiving. March. Uh, but again, when you eat a thin Maybe mint, they were leftovers. Maybe they were stale. I don't know. They ha- they obviously have to have warehouses full of unsold Girl Scout cookies, and we just need to find how to get there. Yep. So we can yep. stock you up with Samoas. I'll bring the bolt cutters. <laughs> I'll rent a U-Haul. All right. There we go. DDT Larceny here <laughs> at DDT Wrestling. Um, TLC is a few days away. That's how I knew that Survivor Series was two weeks ago because there's another pay-per-view, Doc Manson. It is coming, and it is part of SmackDown, your preferred brand. Yep. These are the talents that you enjoy more than the others. Uh, so are you excited for TLC 2016? Not really. Okay, expand on that. Um, Survivor Series was two weeks ago. Yes. There has been... I don't want to say literally no build, because literally isn't technically correct, but there has been essentially no build to TLC. I mean, everything that's happened has just developed over the course of the last two weeks. So, If not less. It's hard to be invested. I'm looking at... The you know the the right looking at it here looking at the matches on I mean, Wikipedia uh, a whole bunch of stipulations got added that I was not aware of. Now to be fair, full disclosure, didn't watch SmackDown. Watched two hundred five live, loved it. Didn't watch SmackDown yet. Keep meaning to keep forgetting. Um, but there's actually going to be a chairs match. We are going to have a tables match, a ladder match, a chairs match, and then a TLC match. Did you Who know this? Who is the ladder match? Miz versus Ziggler, part 78. Who is the tables match? Oh, that's the women. What about the chair match? Who's the chairs? Is that the... Kalisto versus Baron Corbin. Okay. Um, the and o- the TLC match is what? The main event? Yes. The only match to currently not have a stipulation is the tag team title match. And I will say... Um, that's a perfect opportunity for some stairs matches. 
that is the one of these matches. You know, I am excited. I'm excited, and I think part of the reason I'm excited is I haven't been watching SmackDown. Um, I am at least relatively to moderately excited about three of these matches. And out of six, that's not bad. Um, okay. And it's What the, are you excited about, I, DC? Let's promote some positivity. Uh, while I don't necessarily understand it, I am excited that Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton are going to win the tag team titles on Sunday. Why do you think they're going to? Because while I enjoy uh, Inspector Javert Rhino, and while I uh, appreciate Heath Slater and all of his 48 kids, that is now done. It has served its purpose. It has run its course. Uh, I have not, and again, I haven't watched, but it feels like Rhino has not eaten crackers in a very long time. Uh, I think that storyline and you know the push for those guys has kind of fizzled out. Um, and it's time for the tag team titles to get to some new blood. And Bray Wyatt has never held a title in WWE. This is going to be his first championship. Here's the thing. Um, they are telling a story with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton and Luke Harper. And I'm not... You're fantastic. <laughs> I keep getting tangled in the cords. I'm trying Mike, to find a Mike Fall number one. Episode, was it 60 finally? Yes, we're at episode 60. Another milestone right. in the career of DDT Wrestling. Happy two-year uh, two anniversary, by the way, uh, to the New Age oh, Insiders. December 1st, uh, 2014 was the birth of NewAgeInsiders.com. So, happy two-year anniversary. All right, what were you saying before I... Literally, pulled I was just saying they're telling a story with the Wyatt family that does not require the tag team belts at all. Yeah, I mean, obviously, what's happening here is Randy Orton is going to keep just sort of sowing the seeds of discontent until Luke Harper turns on the Wyatts, uh, on Bray Wyatt, I suppose, being the only one left. At which point. Randy Orton will have won, you know, the entire feud by having broken up the Wyatts from within. Is is that what's happening? Is it is this still Orton's mind games? He's not. I think so. He's not truly a convert. That's my belief. He. It makes the most sense to do it that yeah. way. And don't get me wrong, you could do that with the tag team belts, but I don't think it's required. And, I mean, they just seem so removed from the tag team division that I I just don't know why you would do that. Well, and isn't that the story of Bray Wyatt kind of in a nutshell is he is always removed from the title picture whatever Bray Wyatt's doing well, is, a, true. is a completely separate entity. I would love for him to win gold even though it goes against his character. Why should his character care? about championships unless he's trying to bring everything down by winning them all. Um, right. But, again, you know, I, I just... I don't see another end game for Heath Slater and Rhino if they retain. If Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton win, it sets up potentially American Alpha. It could set up, you know, another team down the road. If the Usos weren't going to beat Heath Slater and Rhino... 
I think Wyatt and Orton will. So if we're getting into the predictions here, I'm going to go with Wyatt and Orton. And it's really bothering me that I don't have a pen to write these down. All right. But yeah, I mean, again, if I was booking this, I, I think I would, I would probably just stick with the status quo and I would then go on to do something more imaginative with my tag division. Because, again, putting those belts on Bray and Randy Orton, if anything, de-emphasizes the belts. So I think that does a disservice to that entire division. Do you think um, Harper costs them the tag team titles? I think it's too soon for that turn to happen. But, I mean, I guess that's certainly possible because even if this isn't, like, his actual turn against them, if he costs them the titles it does create more tension mm-hmm. in that story that they've been telling. So, yeah, I think, I guess maybe that is the way that they sh- they will go with it. Or at least that's a great way that I would probably go with it. If yeah, that was really the story I was trying to tell. Yeah. Uh, that would make sense, I suppose, if Harper costs them, you know. Uh, and then Bray's kind of stuck between this new convert. Doesn't it do a disservice to Bray Wyatt, though, if Randy Orton can so easily manipulate him and out mind game the mind gamer if you will I guess so except you also have to remember that Luke Harper has not been completely loyal to Bray Wyatt over the last couple of years he's struck out on his own a couple of times so I think Bray Wyatt should be distrustful of Luke Harper to some degree that makes sense that's true he has struck out on his own I you know I don't know why I want this to happen but I kind of want Luke Harper to become like Kane Jr. for a while Mm. and to kind of be like taken under Kane's wing. He doesn't have to wear a mask. He could wear, you know, a bald spot cover or something if he needed to. Uh, That's the one thing holding him back, isn't it? It is huge. It is huge. It's the moon, goodness, I I love Luke Harper. He is among my favorite in-ring talents. But that is a gigantic... Like, I'm... You know, I don't know. I can't visualize how he would look with absolutely no hair, but I, you would think that they would be trying to encourage it. Yeah. But. All right. So that takes us through the first match here. Uh, let's move on. I'm just going to go in reverse order. Uh, according to the Wikipedia page, we've got up next Kalisto versus Baron Corbin in a chairs match. I don't care. I, neither do I. If I was booking this match, I wouldn't. <laughs> I just wouldn't put it on the card at all. Mm-hmm. Skip it. I, tweet, I tweeted Doesn't this matter. out earlier. Um, I don't know why they're not doing a fatal four-way match for the Intercontinental title. Put the, sure. four, put the four of them. Because now you have Corbin and Ziggler have had a feud. You know, before there's some history there. So you could actually build it in that way. Daniel Bryan is setting it up in a way that The Miz is very likely to lose his Intercontinental title. Who was The Miz feuding with before Sami Zayn? Dolph Ziggler. Wasn't there someone in between? No. Maybe. He he might have wrestled Kalisto. Like, I know he wrestled and beat Apollo Crews a couple of times. Remember him? Remember Apollo Crews? Remember the guy with no eyebrows? Remember him? Hmm. Paula Cruz, smiling. I seem to remember some smiling guy, but that's about all I smiling, can remember. Smiling, muscly, no eyebrows, very hmm. good in the ring. No. Has all the charisma of a wet coat. Oh, the guy from Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yes. 
the guy from Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand what you're doing. Like the, it made all the sense in the world to let Kalisto win the cruiserweight title and bring yeah. it to SmackDown. Now, based on the results of 205 Live, I, I suppose I can spoil it. I know you haven't watched it, but would you like me to keep you spoiler-free? No, it's fine. You can go ahead and tell me. Can oh, I tell you yeah, something? Yeah. Can I tell you just a random thing? For a mm. moment there, while I'm thinking of the Cruiserweights, you kind of look like Noam Dar, the Scottish supernova. All right, I'll take it. You should start wearing um, weird sort of warm-up things and kissing your wrist and holding out your pinky for no reason. All right. I can do that. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's more Samoa Joe, though, because I got my thumb in it, too. Oh. Oops. My bad. You don't look a lot like Samoa Joe. Sorry. I'm sorry. What if Um, I find my mean face? Closer. Yeah. Closer. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I can't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, it made sense for you. Know, we have a new cruiserweight champion, so I suppose if they were going to go that route, uh, it makes more sense for them to to have kept it on Raw and to keep it to keep the title on Kendrick, so he could lose it on Two Hundred Five Live. But I don't know what you do with Kaliso unless he's going to feud with the Miz, which I suppose would be next. Is I'll, I'll actually that's how I'm going to shape this prediction here is. Kalisto's going to win the chairs match and be the next in line to challenge Miz for the Intercontinental title. It's the only thing that makes sense as long as Miz is staying on SmackDown. So I'm going to well, go it ahead. it makes and, sense. Yeah. You're going to go ahead and predict that? I'm going to go ahead and predict Kalisto, even though I also think it's somewhat likely that Corbin literally like hits him in the head so hard with a chair, his mask turns around backwards. Uh, so the thing that I see with this feud again putting on my booking hat here um and even maybe not so much my booking hat for a moment but just like sort of observationally baron corbin disappeared for a while and now suddenly he's back and they've been sort of pushing him as a monster again i think he's still not very well established on the main roster so if they're really going to take another go at this thing i think he needs to dominate and utterly destroy kalisto solidifying himself as like a not only a monster with no remorse but also you know as a uh, adversary to general manager Daniel Bryan for the solidifying that Um, so I don't know I think all that I would probably book Corbin Strong here and then Kalisto I mean I don't know what their intentions are for Kalisto but let's face it He's a cruiserweight who's not on the cruiserweight show. So I almost sort of think that there's one of two things, right? Either they want him to stand out, so they separated him from that. Or, for some reason, they want to de-emphasize him and let him fade into the background. I don't know what the right answer there is, but if they were intending to de-emphasize him... um, Building Corbin in this match. Right, exactly. So I guess that's one way you could go. So I found my pen. Um, That's too bad. 
now I'm putting it on my phone, but at least now I have it. Um, I'm guessing that the original plan was to kind of give him the Rey Mysterio treatment. Uh, SmackDown has some of the smaller guys, not counting Bray Wyatt and like Luke Harper. So, you know, you could envision a world in which Kalisto won a battle royal and got a shot at AJ Styles. That's a match that I think would be fun to watch. I could envision Kalisto going up against a heel Dean Ambrose. I could imagine, you know, you could envision him becoming a main event player on SmackDown more than you could on Raw. But I think it just didn't. I think, I think he went ahead and talked about good lucha things, and that was the end of that idea for a while. So, <laughs> I'll I'll say Kalisto, and I'm enjoying the fact that out of these two, the first two matches, we actually have differing opinions. I, I went back and review. Oh man, hold on here, a burrito of some kind. A burrito. Is it a Gansett wrap? No, it's a burrito. It's oh, a homemade and a napkin. Um, I, I assume it's black his, bean the, the, and chicken. We'll give it a shot. Okay. I don't know. We've never made this before, so we'll see. Thank your, you very your much. Video feed, your video feed got really slow there for a second, but I'm I'm delighted you're, you are excited. It is nice. Mrs. Manson is a saint for delivering you freshly cooked food. I'm sure you're going to eat it and praise it to the high heavens. That is no my doubt. Hope. No doubt. Uh, we discovered a new pizza place in your neck of the woods. Did we talk about that? Did we talk about Wicked Slice before? We did. We did. We did. We talked about it on Sunday. I, I went out of my way to go there the other day and pick up a pizza, and it was it was also good. Not as good as a buffalo chicken, but still good. How is your burrito, sir? Is it a peppermint burrito? No. It's a shame. I'm not sure yet. There's not a lot of filling yet, so it might be okay. I just, it's okay. the first bite, so. All right. All right. So let's go on here. While you're eating and enjoying, I will chat for a second here. Um, I was going through our Survivor Series predictions, and, okay. you know, you and I were pretty identical. It was nice to have Mrs. Manson there as a counterpoint. We, of course, each predicted three matches right. Mrs. Manson predicted one, but hey, she gave it her all, and I appreciate that. My goodness, mm-hmm. you are a champion. You are a champion burrito eater. Why? I'm, I don't know. It's just it's, it's an interesting thing to watch someone eat when you are not eating yourself. Hmm. And when you're right. watching someone eat on camera. Again, uh, did you guys, where was all the feedback? I'm, neighborhood. I understand that if you don't comment, that means we must be doing something right. But Doc and I feed off of your responses. Did you get any reaction to your new podcast idea? No. But in his... fairness, I did talk about that on um, a private earful. Oh, well, then okay. Uh, Doc has a new podcast venture. If you're not listening to a private earful, and shame on you, you should be listening to all of the podcasts. You should not sleep. Stop sleeping and listen to all of the podcasts from the NAI Network. You're not a fan of the burrito, are you? It's okay. Um, I think the black beans aren't quite cooked enough, but they're a little hard. But Let me ask you a random, let me ask you a random question. The flavor is good. Good. How bad does a food have to be for you to actively stop eating it? It has to pretty much make me nauseous. 
Because there was something that you were eating. It was like, I don't remember if it was like a pumpkin spice almond or something. You were like, they're not good, but I will eat them all. All right. So food has to. I did not eat them all. The can is still sitting over there. Okay. Well, that's good. But yeah, I have that problem too sometimes where I'm just like, what do you like this? And I'm like, no. And Mrs. Matthews would be like, why are you eating it? And I'm like, that's a great, that's a great question that I don't have a great answer for. So, Mm. all right. Um, I was going off on a tangent about something else and I can't remember what it was. The predictions and Survivor Series. I should really take Survivor Series predictions and then there was something else. I'll take more copious notes in the future. Uh, In a no disqualification match, Nikki Bella will take on Carmella. Did you see the picture Carmella tweeted of how she looked after SmackDown Live? She has like a black eye and a busted face or something. No, but I did see her... um giving like a backstage interview and she had this giant welt on her forehead like in two parts it looked pretty well bad. yeah she she looks pretty beat up and of course people are tweeting out and being like you know nikki bella should be fired for treating carmella this way the only way she's still on the roster is because she's involved with john cena which that is a separate point that may or may not be true for different reasons but you know injuries happen so let's and let's it wasn't all... like it was that serious of an injury where i i think she would have been fired over it let's no. be honest no. She had a shiner on her forehead. I mean... Well, and it's wrestling. It's unsafe, but, you know, it's going to happen from time it's, to time. And, and it's wrestling. In wrestling, injuries happen to Seth Rollins' opponents more than others. Mm. Especially so. Uh, but, yeah, no disqualification match. I'm intrigued just because we don't often see this. Now, granted, Raw kind of stole their thunder by booking Sasha versus Charlotte in a false count anywhere, no disqualification match. Uh, for Raw, I didn't realize that till just now, but that's an interesting kind of twist there. Is, uh, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that, did we? Well, we kind of skipped right over Raw because it's the TLC preview. Yeah, yeah. But uh, r- literally, this is just popping into my mind. Should we read anything into this, into the fact that Raw kind of took one now granted it's not like this match is not by any stretch of the imagination the main event it's not like (laughs) Mick Foley was like all right Kevin Owens you're gonna face Roman Reigns in a TLC match the main event of Raw Mm. um but uh you know first of all what did you think of Sasha becoming a three-time women's champion good for her I feel like that title lineage now means almost nothing. It's gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth now. I just don't... I don't understand why it's got to be a hot potato. I think they are trying to... They are trying to establish this as an all-time female rivalry, and they're doing it in a pressure cooker, so they're trying to do it fast... You know they're trying yeah, but, to they're trying to apply high heat very quickly to get it to the place that they want it to be. They're you know they are not doing this in a slow burn fashion. Obviously, I don't remember who said it. It might have been Bret Hart. I'm, I'm not really sure who it was, but I've always sort of subscribed to this idea that oh you're a 16 time world champion, great you lost the belt 16 times. You know what I mean, like. I'm not impressed by numbers alone, I guess. And um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just I feel like there's been a little too much back and forth in that division. I wish there was more stability, and I wish that they would involve other people on the roster. I feel like, well, first of all, this isn't over. And I was, I've been tweeting about this for a few days. Oh, I, yeah, I know. Because as soon as Sasha and Charlotte face each other on a pay-per-view, Charlotte will win the title back, right? I yes. mean, it's I, pretty freaking stupid. One of two things is going to happen. Roadblock is subtitled end of the line. And we know that historically the subtitles of wrestling pay-per-views don't usually mean anything, but I'm going to go ahead and make it. Do you remember non- NXT take over the end I, that's what I'm talking about. I am mentioning that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. But I'm going to go ahead and predict, and maybe I'm just hoping, I'm being my usual Pope of Positivity self, but I'm going to go ahead and predict one of two things is going to happen at Roadblock. Either the U.S. title will be discontinued because Kevin Owens will win. It'll be a title versus title match, and Kevin Owens will win that belt and just get rid of it because the United States falls within the purview of the universe or we will see Charlotte versus Sasha Banks in a loser leaves raw match and Sasha will lose and go to SmackDown. No, I don't think we're going to see that. Why not? Because they seem extremely hesitant to actually switch talents between shows in the wake of the brand split. I know we've been talking about trades have there been any? I think there might have been one or no. a couple. Okay. No. All right. So, I mean, let's just look at Survivor Series as an example, right? Stephanie McMahon said there was going to be consequences for people who lost their matches. Sami Zayn has everybody online like it was, it was this perfect sort of opportunity for either uh, him to switch brands if he won or to get fired or picked up by Smack. The point is, if they were going to be doing trades or things like that, they've already set up plenty of storylines where that would have made sense to do. It seems as though they have zero interest in it. Therefore, I don't believe that they will do it with Sasha or Charlotte. Oh, well, uh, and this isn't a trade. It would literally be she's... Well, that's fine. So Sami Zayn could have technically just been fired and picked up, right? It's the same difference. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think, and again, I'll just take the optimistic approach. I think they needed to give time for the brands to establish themselves. And then yeah, I that's think... that's fine. Well, no. I mean, I said from the beginning that I didn't think there were going to be any trades. You were the one saying there was going to be. And well, in I'm all let... fairness, I'm not saying it negatively. Yes, absolutely. They need time to let the brands establish themselves. But, I mean, this is well, how it was run back in the day. You're not going to see any trades I think we until will, the draft. Though. I think we will. Because right now the storylines on both brands are building a group of talents who are dissatisfied. Sami Zayn did the most exciting thing he's done since he stopped wrestling Kevin Owens by getting in Mick Foley's face. Like, we have Sami Zayn, who is an unhappy member yeah, of the Raw roster. We have The Miz, who is an unhappy it. member of the SmackDown roster. Think about it. We are almost on the road to WrestleMania. Yes. And then, from then until April, you're not going to see any major shakeups. They're going to be in WrestleMania mode. We have from now till the Rumble. There is literally like a 45-day window. Correct. And I don't think anything's going to happen in those 45 days. It's still too soon. And then once you get past WrestleMania... We're just at the draft again, basically. They're not going to do anything to the draft. All this is just they're building up tensions to be between the brands to make it seem like there's competition. And then also, they're taking the long approach 
and that way some talents actually will be satisfied at the results of the draft next year. Others will be dissatisfied, and stories will come from that. But I don't think they're going to do anything until that draft. Okay. I I think we're going to see one <clears throat> big thing, and maybe it won't be Sasha being, you know, because when, when you've got two brands having a loser leaves one of them kind of doesn't make any sense. But I think we see one big shakeup heading into the Rumble. And maybe it's just a mega, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus, Sami Zayn and Sasha for whatever. But All right. Possible. All right. But let's get into it. The the no DQ match. You've been talking about it. You've been blowing up my phone, sending me texts and phone calls. You're so excited for Nikki Bella versus Carmella. Uh, what do you think? I think Carmella stole my Bella Twins joke on SmackDown this week. Which joke was that one? Oh, you know, the one about her assets. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was a decidedly not PG thing to say. There was a lot of decidedly un-PG things that happened on that show. Is that show becoming like a almost TV-14 sort of show? It is, but I also think that Raw has been a bit that way as well. I suppose you can't say Sparkle Crotch more than three or four times while still being <laughs> PG. Yeah, I think there has been a little bit more of a uh, attitude, if you will, to mm. the brands recently. I, raw, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the fact that I was up even earlier than usual um, on Tuesday morning. Like I watched it with commercials and everything from like three to six. Uh, on Tuesday morning, uh, I enjoyed the heck out of that show. One of my the most enjoyable wrestling non pay per view shows that I've seen in quite some what time. Was? Raw. Oh, okay. I enjoyed uh, you know the the whole thing with Sasha and Charlotte. I enjoyed Reigns versus Owens, though the stipulation didn't make any sense because we already knew they were having a title match. Uh, I just I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good show. Ah, all right. Um, you still haven't given me a production, though. Carmella, Nikki Bella. I know this is another match that you, quite frankly, could care less about, but pick a winner. Mm. Nikki Bella? Okay. Do you have any reason a- for that, or just... Nope. I'm also- I just I feel like Carmella has been sort of on top of this feud more often than not. So I kind of just feel like uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just kind of feel like it's Nikki's turn to uh you know, take the reins. <laughs> the Roman reins? Uh I don't know what you're insinuating. Um, I'm going to also predict Nikki Bella, but I'm going to predict it for a slightly different reason. My prediction is decidedly also based on what I think is going to happen in terms of the women's title. And I think we get a new women's champion. I think the next feud for the SmackDown women's title is Nikki Bella versus Alexa Bliss. Huh. So... Maybe it's because Kevin Dunn is reportedly not a fan of Becky's accent. Maybe it is just because Alexa Bliss has been killing it lately. Uh, but I think she's next in line. Yeah, I so mean, in all fairness, skip- Becky is really good, but she hasn't really done very much 
recently with that belt. I mean, I mean, th- it, there's mm-hmm. a limited number of people for her to work with, right? So, on both rosters, does, that's the problem. Is there's yeah. only so many ways you can split a division of like six people. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, all right, that's fair. I'll give it to you. Are you are you are you buying into my pr- my prediction? Are you sharing that Alexa wins the title, or are you going to stick with Becky? Because you could build a Becky versus Nikki feud, sure, relatively easily. But I don't know. Like that we they still will. don't know who took Nikki out um, of the Survivor Series match, do we? I think we all assume it's Natalia, but I doubt anyone has said specifically. Because I don't, you know. And again, I don't. I feel bad about it. I don't watch SmackDown. It's not something that I. I find to be right. must see. I like catch up. You know, there are times I'll like binge two episodes in a row some Saturday afternoon just to see what's been going on. But so I mean, they could still be working that so that Nikki has another program that she's lined up to do next. In which case, it doesn't make any sense necessarily to put the title on Alexa. That's true. I, I don't know. Unless we're gonna get a Natalia Alexa alliance, and Natalia takes this coach role literally where she's now like the mentor to Alexa Bliss who wins the title the mentor cat lady yeah good day so are you saying Becky or Bliss uh I'm a big Bliss fan so let's give it to her all right so there we go let's if see. I were booking it I would give it to her uh I see title The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Speaking of a belt that has been bandied about. I know you don't care. The Miz. You don't care about The Miz or that's your prediction? The the Miz will win the title. I agree. Well, and I'm sorry. I hate to say this. He'll retain the title because he currently is the champion. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) He's going to win the match, which means he wins the title. Even if he is already the title. The title is up for grabs. I feel bad for uh, Spirit Squad member Kenny. I don't. Okay. He sounds like he sucks. Do you know why I feel bad for him? Because he got fired? From his real job, not from WWE. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you uh, just keep chasing his dream up to work. He felt like he had to to chase his dream. He's got to chase his dream. Yeah, ask ask, uh, Matt Stryker how that works out for you. Hey, he's uh, he's doing the whole Lucha Underground thing now. So he and he's doing an excellent job in Lucha. He landed on all fairness. I I know this is not our Wednesday night wrap up, but how is Lucha Underground? How are the Black Lotus? How is how is the Black Lotus Triad? Great. It was a good show. Good. Should they come to uh, NXT and take out Oscar? No, I like them on Lucha Underground. Are they aligned with the other girl? Yes. Are they against the other girl? They're with the girl. And they're all aligned against Pentagon Dark. The Black Lotus Clan is is against Pentagon Dark. Is he the one who killed some of Like, why are they against Pentagon Dark? What did he do? I missed that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's wrestling, I'm glad man. You enjoyed it a lot. Of... <clears throat> oh, 
pardon me. Well, let's talk about the the main event then of our wrestling pay per view because and it's Lucha Underground. So my prediction is they're against him because they're from different tribes. Okay. Also, well, no. Also, I do know that he broke um, that lady's arm. Ah, I think that happened it. before I was watching, but that's got something to do with it. I actually don't right. know that lady's name either. <laughs> The leader lady. I thought it was Black. It I thought it was Black Lotus. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe she is Black Lotus. And then what's the triad she was called? A, the Black Lotus Triad. Uh, yeah, maybe. All I know she is was, one of those uh, ladies black... took a flying leap off the roof of Dario Cueto's office, and it was probably the most amazing piece of women's spot festery that you will see this year. Far superior to anything that you've seen in a Sasha Charlotte match. Hey, Charlotte moonsaulted off a table, and they the camera made sure to get really low, so it looked like she was diving from, like, 28 miles high. This person actually did do that. Um, 28 miles up. Yeah, the Black Lotus lady was a ring announcer in WWE for, like, five minutes before. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, huh. world title, TLC match, Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles, and to the AJ best Styles. of my... To the best of my knowledge, uh, James Ellsworth will not be a factor because he's been taken to the hospital. Yes, I imagine he will be in a bedpan during this match. Not in a hospital bed, in the actual bedpan. Yeah, I mean, JBL's very fond of saying he looks like a turtle without a shell, and I think he could probably use that bedpan as an effective shell. So that's what I'd like to imagine. All right. I am also going to say AJ Styles, but um, I almost kind of feel like James Ellsworth to me is always kind of reminded me of Peter Pettigrew. Okay. And and I feel like he's going to kind of join the dark side here. I almost feel like we're going to get an Ellsworth heel turn and he's going to try to join the club and help <laughs> Styles win the title. I'd like to or see retain that. the title, I suppose. Um, He'd come out in his hospital gown and hit Dean Ambrose with that bedpan. There you go. And then, then we just watch Ambrose chasing Ellsworth around. And that's the story heading into the Royal Rumble is Ambrose chasing. I, I was also disappointed. I'm sorry that uh, Dean Ambrose didn't appear out of the trunk of a car or out of a giant yeah. present. I mean, he still sort of just appeared out of the middle of a room, which suggests that maybe he apparated. Um, so, I mean, that's actually sort of impressive. But uh, outside of that. Um, I know we've talked about it a little bit, but if you had to give a letter grade to AJ Styles' title run thus far, like she's obviously had a great year. I'm building the the NAI 150, which is going to become the NAI Network 150, if not more. It's possible it's going to grow. Um, I don't know. A B. I feel like he's been very. Actually, I think he's done a very good job as champion. He just hasn't had that feud. You know what I mean? He hasn't had that feud that really elevates it to. An A level. What would you What would you give What would that feud be Again if you were booking If we gave you creative control of Smackdown Live With the current talent What would the next feud be Because obviously this has to be the end They cannot keep wrestling each other Although you look at this You look at this pay per view And there's a lot of I, that I honestly think it's too soon for this But I want to see Styles versus Taker 
that would be fun. Yes, and I could would. imagine that being a selling point to AJ Styles. I think come, that's the kind of feud. Come, that come can to WWE. You can be the world champion, and he responds, "I've been world champion everywhere else. You can make a lot of money. I can make a lot of money everywhere else. We'll let you wrestle. <laughs> you'll defeat John Cena, and you'll get to wrestle the Undertaker, perhaps even at a WrestleMania. I could see that being like, oh well, damn it, I can't get that anywhere else. That's right. Um, I'd I'd love to see it. You know, I while SmackDown won." Have have we seen Undertaker since he showed up and told us he was back full time? Not that I'm aware of. Um, you know, I could see him trying to take issue with Dean Ambrose. I don't know if I've said this or just tweeted it out, where you know Ambrose almost cost SmackDown the Survivor Series match. But you know, I don't know how they get there. Maybe unless we see Taker Undertaker- at this pay per view. Say that again. I'm getting your. I'm apologize. Oh, your connection uh, maybe is, probably my connection is slow, which means you're coming in. Maybe Taker interferes this week at TLC, and if Taker interferes at TLC, costing Dean the match, that sets up that feud for now, leaving AJ to feud with James Ellsworth. Well, that's it. It's t- you know, if especially if Wyatt and Orton win the uh, tag team titles, there's nobody else unless he's going to feud with Ziggler slash. Have we seen Styles versus Ziggler yet? I think we've seen it, but not like as a feud. I think that was yeah. one of his first matches, but because I'd enjoy an AJ Styles versus Miz feud. I don't know how you get there. Although again, no, people have, people have mentioned this. AJ Styles is the one talent who can literally come out on any day and just go, "I'm a good guy again," and the fans would be like, "Okay, yeah, you're right." So, I suppose that would work. You know, he comes out to save whatever James Dolph Ziggler or something like that. Um, all right, so we have broken it down. You said Styles, I said Styles. So the only two matches, as per usual. The only two matches we differ on are the tag titles and the chairs match. That will decide who wins this epic contest. Epic. Um, epic. Uh, what match are you, do you think we will be talking about the most favorably at this time next week? Mm. Of those six matches that we talked about. You know, whether we call it... Probably the, the women's show. match. Which one? There's two. <laughs> uh, probably Becky versus Bliss. That was my original thought as well. I, find uh, it interesting. I would have said the main event, but Dean Ambrose has a way of disappointing. So, uh, my, my three that popped in my head, the tables match was the first one. Miz and Ziggler, despite the fact that the feud itself is kind of run its course and then some... Their matches are always quite good. I can imagine a ladder match between the two of them being excellent. But then, then yes, the main event. But the the specter of hospital gown wearing James Ellsworth makes me nervous. So, I'm fine with it. I like James Ellsworth. I like him too. I just would like him more if he was doing something else right now. 
Okay. That's and that's fine. Uh, let's see. What is this? I'm reading WWE update on WWE Network possibly airing indie wrestling promotions. Yeah, great. They should have done that from day one. As Vince McMahon has decided that he does want at least some, quote, hot indies on the network, according to expert Dave Meltzer. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know. I mean, how much money can an indie corporation pay Vince McMahon to get on the network? None, and I don't know that he... I don't necessarily know. I'm sure he would want some sort of financial compensation, but I also think, just like they're doing kind of with Evolve or whatever, I think they want inside access for talent pipelines. Yeah, and I mean, also, I mean, having the indies on the WWE Network, there are people out there who don't like the WWE. Yes. They love the indies. They love Evolve. They love, you know, so they might be more inclined to subscribe to the WWE Network, mm-hmm. and therefore they would grow their subscriber count, which I suppose mm-hmm. would be enough for reason of itself. Well, and, and again, you know, WWE, I would assume, wants to corner the market on wrestling watching. So if they did that, you know, you have people, like I said, there, like you just said, there are people who pay nine ninety nine a month to just watch NXT and now, for some of them, 205 Live. Yeah. That's all they need for their $10 a month. If you added Evolve, if you added whatever CZW or whatever other promotions they talked about, it's entirely possible that uh, I, they could do that in the near future. You know, Again, if you don't know what the NAI 150 is, it was 150 questions all about professional wrestling, uh, you know, we broke them down into surveys. Then we kind of broke apart the results. Doc Manson at Doc Manson loved when we just talked about the statistics and I was listing percentages and all of those things. It was just his favorite thing to do. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the things that's on there, uh, interestingly enough, you know, of the questions that we collectively posed was... Uh, what titles would you like to see brought back, including a cruiserweight title? Will we ever see AJ Styles in WWE? Will we ever see Shane McMahon return to professional wrestling? Uh, and then there was one other one that, oh, well, we, would WWE benefit from a brand extension again? You know, this was a weird year. You know, we'll talk about it when we do the DDT Awards once you wake up. My goodness. Wake up, man. But... <laughs> But uh, 2016 was a very unusual year in pro wrestling. Sounds like the NAI 150 was decidedly prescient last year. I'm I'm not saying that WWE looked at the results, but I'm not saying they didn't either. Actually, I am saying they didn't. Yeah, they definitely did not look at that. But it makes me wonder what sort of questions, you know, what sort of questions will be created this, you know, because after all of this, I'm like, who are the next big, who are the big names to return to WWE? And the only two names I can think of that are huge, huge names are Kurt Angle and CM Punk. I'm not convinced Kurt Angle's as huge as you think. Really? Really? Okay. He's... He's been out of the game for a long time. So is Bill. In terms so of is Bill mainstream. Goldberg. Yeah. So is Bill Goldberg. I guess that's true. Uh, All right. But you know, I don't know. And again, we'll probably see Hulk Hogan back in some form or fashion. 
Well, oh yeah, he'll be at WrestleMania. We saw Ric Flair. He's back. Woo, woo. And he's very happy for Sasha. Woo. Uh, let's let's talk about Raw. Uh, I don't. Do we have to? I suppose not. Once again, you know, Owens and Jericho teasing that will they won't they break up. Sammy argued with Foley. Were they really teasing it? Yeah. Did did Jericho come out to help him at the end? No, he was gone. No. That wasn't really a tease. Well, that because was Rollins breaking up. Rollins pedigreed him onto a car. Oh, and yeah. so Owens used that as for an, no reason. Owens used that as, as an excuse. That's why he lost to Roman Reigns because his head wasn't in the game. It was with his best friend who had been so brutally attacked. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think they have broken up yet. But I I also don't know if this can last till the till uh, WrestleMania. This might have to be their Royal Rumble match. Yeah, they need to move on. Actually, as entertaining as this whole thing has been, um, it's getting stale. Uh, Enzo Amore uh, got crushed by one Rusev. I've noticed a uh, a different Twitter picture there for you. Let's see if we can uh-huh. zoom in on that there. Um, what is it with your Triple H weightlifting thing? Has that always been there too? <laughs> nope. That's, new. That, that's H-Face. That's something. You got to wonder what's happening below the picture of his Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Look weights. at his face. <laughs> Look at him. Uh, I don't know what face is better, his face or Enzo's face. My goodness. Oh, Enzo's face is pretty good. What is Rusev's tattoo yeah. supposed to be? Uh, the Eiffel Tower. It's like the largest tramp stamp I've ever seen. Mm. All right. Uh, Rich Swan won. WWE has renewed their partnership with Snickers. Okay, let's talk about this, which I love. Another thing that I that made uh, Raw special to me. Let's talk about Sheamus and Cesaro becoming the next APA, Acolyte Protection Agency. Uh, you know, arguing in a bar and then beating up a whole bunch of independent wrestlers and apparently... And then Cesaro having the most awkward moment where he's poured a Guinness... And he refuses to drink on camera. And the camera just stays and stays and stays. <laughs> and he won't drink. Uh, did you like that segment? Did you not like that segment? Well, like I said earlier, I think that we've seen a bit of an attitude return to the brands. And that's one of the things to which I was referring from Raw this week for sure. Um, so I, I think it's a good edge awkwardness aside it seems like they are trying to appeal to a more adult fan base mm-hmm. a little bit um it was fun i like yeah, i liked it, it and good. i do think that if they you know while i enjoy their kind of odd couple disliking each other if they were to they'd just be a good team if they were to get on the same page they're the guys that i want to just run over new day what? If they were to get on the same page. <laughs> She's not there anymore. But she is. Are we ever going to see Emelina? Is, or is this just going to be something? No! No, we are not! <laughs> I don't I am, understand. It, I don't either. They've been doing this with, like, I mean, Kurt Hawkins eventually came back. 
for like a show. At this or point, two. I want Emelina to be Curtis Axel in a dress. That's what I'm hoping for here. I mean, I just don't know what they're doing at all. In all fairness, though, Raw, they picked up the cruiserweights and suddenly they had too much to do in three hours. So they couldn't. So I, I, I don't know. Send Emelina to SmackDown and let's have. Oh, where's Eva Marie? She's still making movies? Yes. I forgot she existed for a little yes. while. But but again, it's you know, we just talked about Raw needs more talent. We can't be sending Emelina to SmackDown. Like they have to do They don't need more talent. They just need to put Bailey up against Charlotte instead, and, or up against Sasha for that matter. And then have Sasha wrestle Nia Jax. Yeah. They did it in NXT. They can do it on Raw. I, I suppose, but there's four of them. Actually, I don't think Sasha and Nia Jax wrestled on. But you've got to have more than four people. You can't just have a four-person division. Well, they've got two more. Okay, yeah, Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox. And all Alicia Fox is doing is apparently eyeing Cedric Alexander for reasons that defy explanation. And they've got uh, that Summer Ray character. Also Paige. I suppose. Well, and if they wanted to, if they wanted to bring them out and use them and do something with them, I would have no problems. But I know, and Paige is technically injured, right? Or suspended, covering. No, right. she's suspended again. Oh, that too. Right, she got suspended, and yes, she's she she got, she got suspended, then she was injured, and while injured, got suspended again. And now is just ringside at all of Alberto Del Rio's events. The ones he goes to, he he doesn't show at a lot of them. But the ones he goes to. Um, the only other thing from Raw that I think uh, is worth talking about is Paul Heyman being, once again, the most charismatic, engaging talker of our generation, or perhaps any generation. Um, and Brock Lesnar is now in the Rumble, which to me matters less than just Paul Heyman was amazing and like cried on command. Paul, no, not Paul. Uh, Brock Lesnar in the Rumble is meaningless. Right? Yes. That's why I said we didn't have to talk is, about it. One of the two of him and Goldberg, whoever is in the ring first, the other one's going to get called in, run to the ring, beat the living poop out of each other, and they're both going to get eliminated. Like there's at this point, I would say they're very close to a lock of being one and two. Sure, Goldberg will come out first. Brock will come out second. They'll tear each other up, eliminate each other, and whoever comes out as number, you know, maybe they'll maybe three, four, and five will come out. They'll take them out really easily. Sorry, Bo Dallas, and then. <clears throat> but at some point, they will take each other out, and whoever comes out next will be all alone in the ring. I mean, to the credit of Paul Heyman, um, you know, this week, explaining, imagine what the Beast can do when he's motivated. It's true. I could see him going in at number one, decimating everybody who comes to that ring. Everybody. Until Goldberg comes out. And then they eliminate each other and the rest of the rumble can continue unimpeded. That's probably true. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it, but do you think they've even considered the possibility of going back to 40 talents? I know they did it once. Um, I don't know. I thought that match wasn't great, but 
the way they're doing more, bigger, badder, everything, I could see them doing it. No, 40 is too many. 40 is too many, I think. You stick it at 30, keep it traditional, but again, like you said, it wouldn't surprise me. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. It's too early to really talk about the Rumble too much, I think. Oh, well, we still got Uh, TLC and Roadblock. There are two more pay-per-views to go before the Rumble. Roadblock, end of the line. Then why would you need a Roadblock? I just feel like that's... Like, I kind of feel like that's, like, two pay-per-view names. You could be Roadblock or you could be end of the line, right? Like, that could just be a pay-per-view, end of the line. Maybe that's what they're doing is they realize that Roadblock is a stupid name for a pay-per-view, so this is going to be Roadblock end of the line, and then next year, the last pay-per-view of 2017 will be end of the line. End of the line. I thought Roadblock was a very clever name for a little event right before WrestleMania. I thought that well, was kind of clever. Now they're doing, well, they're doing Fastlane. Because right. they've already announced they're doing Fastlane. The Elimination Chamber's coming back, though, in February. I'm excited about that. Although apparently it's only going to be a raw event, which doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Who gets money in the bank? Everybody? I would assume that is a dual brand pay-per-view. Hmm. But that'll mean right. that'll mean SmackDown will get like King of the Ring. Woo! I like tournaments. Yeah, um you would. How has your did did 7 days to die work on your twitching? Did you get to twitchy out? Not really. Um, so I've been learning a lot about streaming this last few uh, days, last week or so. Um, Twitch, unless you are a partnered stream, limits your upload to 3,500 uh, megabits per second, which is not really sufficient bandwidth for high-definition streaming. So if you want to take a 1080p video game signal, throw it on the internet, you do it on Twitch, and it looks pretty muddy, pretty blurry, pretty bad. I've been playing with a bunch of settings and trying to make it look better, but it just wasn't really working out. And so I said, well, I'm not really into this that much yet, so let me check out some other options. I know there's a few other streaming sites. Uh, Beam.pro is one. It recently was acquired by Microsoft. Um, and then, there's, of course, there's YouTube Gaming. And I've been playing with YouTube Gaming a little bit more the last couple of days because YouTube, obviously, is a giant video site. They have all the bandwidth in the world to dedicate to video streaming and things like that. Um, and I've been sort of trying to dial in my streaming settings. And I've actually got 1080p, 30 frames per second, looking pretty good on YouTube Gaming. Um, I was just putting the finishing touches, I think, on my settings right before we started this podcast tonight. So actually, I think I'm more or less ready to go. I started a channel over there at YouTube Gaming, and I may have to, you know, start over there as opposed to on Twitch. Just for the... I just... I couldn't get over it. Like, I understand, you know, Twitch doesn't necessarily have all the resources in the world, even though they are owned by Amazon now. Um, But to limit... My upload, even because I'm I'm not that, so they 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 allow transcoded settings. Okay, I'm, I'm, I gotta stop for a second here. Okay, so if you are a partnered streamer, if you have a bunch of followers and you're in the good graces of Twitch and they want to keep you happy, when you stream, they allow your stream to be transcoded on the fly. They have basically computers somewhere that will allow the person who's watching your stream set their resolution. If you're streaming at 1080p, they can watch it at 1080p. Or, 
they can set it down to 720p or 480p or, or whatever to match their connection a little bit better. So they're not just constantly buffering trying to watch what you're doing. Um, but they only allow that, again, for people who are partnered. The people that are just sort of starting up, like myself, they, they cap the upload and they don't really offer those transcoding settings. So... I think it kind of makes for a bad viewer experience. And as somebody who's just trying to get started and trying to create a following, I don't really understand why anybody would choose to watch my muddy, blurry channel when they could go watch somebody who is streaming in high definition. Um, well, it definitely does. So, it definitely does seem like they're not encouraging new people. Right. I mean, that's my concern. Obviously they're the biggest video game streaming site in the world. So maybe they don't have to be encouraging. They just know that people are going to go there by brand name recognition alone. But at the same time, I, I, if I'm going to stream seven days today, I want people to actually be able to see it. So I'm probably going to do it over at YouTube gaming instead. I think you should do the weekly world news while playing. <laughs> your the, the, your character in seven days to die should be, the narrator of the weekly, the host and anchor of the weekly world news. I think my character is going to uh, awaken in seven days to die with amnesia and not remember any of how to play. Well, and not remember anything about the world. Okay, and, and are you going? Are you planning on uh, narrating a good portion of it, or I don't know. Um, I imagine I will inject personality into it as I go along. It's it's hard to remember to talk while playing instead of just getting sort of invested in playing and you know. So I, I think it'll take some getting used to, of course. But uh we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world. I hope you run into no audio problems or anything. I hope the <laughs> transcoding or the transponding or the transportation, whatever you were talking about just then that I had no idea what you were saying. Uh, I, I hope it's all great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much. If I uh, don't have any audio on my first few streams, I certainly hope someone would tell me before I've accumulated 20 hours. I really considered doing it again with Skyrim and just like, again... You should! you're just going to wait for something to go wrong. Plus now that, Me? plus now that I'm modding it, like, you know, do people really want, like I figured, you know, they have some amulet that increases your health to such a degree that you can't die. And, you know, so I'm essentially just running around and I found a mod that increases your jump height by four times as much. So I'm literally like jumping off mountains and, you know, doing all of this ridiculous stuff. I think there's entertainment value to be had in that. Well, I'm, then maybe I will. If I can figure it out, if I can get it down there, then maybe I will. They have something called uh, the Super NPC Ejector, which is a spell, and you cast it, and it will literally throw a character, <laughs> but you won't like earn a bounty. It's not technically an attack. So all of those okay. annoying people, if you, you played the game, right? Oh, so yeah. there are those like annoying NPC characters who are like so elitist and snobby and you just literally send them flying off and then they, you know, they you find them on the other end of the city and they're literally just getting up and you go chase them again. You send them flying off again. Can you can if I recall, like White Run was an instanced city, right? Like you bloated going into it. 
So, like, is it possible to eject an NPC out of the city? I don't believe so. There is a mod. I don't know if PS4 has it, but it's called Open Cities, where there is no load time. Oh, yeah. Literally just run in. Um, I don't know how that would work. But it would work probably there. Yeah. But no, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Um, you know, there was one guy. I I was literally on the steps heading up to Dragon's Reach, and I sent him flying, and he literally just kept like cartwheeling and cartwheeling, cartwheeling, and it looked as if because he literally landed right next to me, so it looked as if I had sent him all the way around the world. <laughs> he had come all the way around and like landed in the rocks next to me. That's great. I, perhaps I will start, you know, I've again devoted a whole bunch of time, but if I can get it to work and without problems, I will again start another new character. And I recommend some five minute streams just to check all your settings. That's all I've been doing thus far this last week. Just get it dialed in and then commit. All right. You're talking me into it. It's 150 other things I should be doing, but that might be it. <laughs> you may have just planned my weekend, sir. And I Excellent. thank you. Um, any other news from the world of wrestling that you can think of that's worth talking about? I've been kind of looking around to see if anything, uh, you know, uh, NXT will be before the Royal Rumble. So that's exciting. Yes. Uh, they're going to be from Osaka next week. So we'll get to find out, uh, you know, if we have another new NXT champion. Mm. Two two oh five live was good. I recommend it. That's going to be my piece of positivity for the week. Kind of heading on in there, is uh, you know, it was a great show. It, it reminded me a lot of the cruiserweight classic. You had the intro videos to some of the superstars. You got to know them a whole lot more than you did when you watched just Monday Night Raw. Um, Jack Gallagher was amazing. The main event was very good. Uh, the only downside is that stupid Ho Ho Loon is there just taking up space. Um, but otherwise, I highly recommend it. So that was my piece of positivity. I know there is too much wrestling, but that was a very pleasant 60 minutes. Didn't take long to watch. Kind of probably in the same way why you like Lucha Underground so much. It's succinct. There was a whole lot that happened in it. I was happy. Our mascot, Lince Dorado, was there. Life is good. So Yeah, uh, I look forward to watching the rest of 205 Live at some point. And uh, in the meantime, my positivity is definitely Lucha Underground this week. That whole series of matches with Pentagon Dark versus the Triad was very good. Did he wrestle all very three good. individually, or did he wrestle the... All four. Oh. Did that, like, take up the whole hour? Which was it was a series of singles matches. So he so, ran the gauntlet, so to speak. That's what they usually so do. So to speak. Yeah. It was excellent. I'm delighted to hear it. All right. Well, there is more to the world than just WWE. And while WWE it has been doing very well, and like you said, there's a bit of attitude there, um, there's lots to watch. So I hope you have enjoyed, and I want to thank you uh, out there neighborhood, even though you didn't send any emails this week, that is okay. Uh, I do want to thank you for taking the time to uh, spend an hour and change with DDT Wrestling. Uh, once again, ddtwrestling at gmail.com. You can go to prowrestlingtees.com slash newageinsiders, get all that sweet, sweet merch. Find us on iTunes, subscribe, give us a review. Five stars is ideal. 
tell some friends about us, help us grow, and that's all I'm going to say. In whatever way you would like to, now, now, now I'm doing it again. I made I made a what's a, a sport monkey over there in the UK almost have a heart attack apparently when he heard the way I described it last week. <laughs> I'm so this is twenty. I dropped something again. Twenty sixteen should really pick it up. No, because I'll drop something. Else. I want you to knock. I want you to knock the mic off the desk again. Uh, twenty sixteen. It could really be subtitled for us. It could really be subtitled the corruption of DC Matthews. I think that's what we're gonna. Uh, anything else you'd like to say true. before we head out into that good night, sir? I don't think so. Um, watch my Twitter feed. I hope to stream some Seven Days to Die uh, this upcoming weekend. I am excited. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So, he is Doc Manson. At Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. And until we meet again, my friends. We will see you around the neighborhood.